I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There we are, and we are live. Woo! Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So, week seven, how are people feeling? Let's get right into it. How are people feeling about it? Week seven, I think that week seven is the biggest, like other than downsizing. And even then, I think that that would be secondary to feeding the metabolism. I think this is the week I that the most members future trip, you know, like are worried about how it's going to work and really trying to like figure out the logistics of it all. You know what I mean? And even though you're still eating to satisfaction or maximizing, you know, for the last, for the next three days. You're, they're really worried about what those next, you know, days are going to look like. Some people have been straight up just mad at it, like just mad at it. And I was kind of like sitting with it for a second and thinking like, where's that coming from? You know, and I think it's still the remnants of people being afraid, afraid to eat, afraid to eat more often. Maybe they're in that messy middle and it's feeling like freaking forever. And maybe it's just the fact that eating more often, it, it seems exhausting, but that's the whole thing. Like it really is exhausting, you know? And I think like, I want to go back and I know you and I talked, we did a few tweaks on the post is it's, it's almost less about kind of feeding into metabolism, which is really effective for people, especially who didn't connect with downsizing. Like some people it's, they're not eating, they need to eat more. And that's where their body's really connect, right? That's why you hear a lot of people who didn't lose until week seven. And then they went on to really, you know, cause it addresses people whose metabolisms are in the tank, but also it's just another freaking brilliant way to get even more in tune with your portions, right? Like there's so much going on with it. And so, yeah, like there's some people straight up pissed off, you know, and people are always like, well, I don't, can I switch this around? And I don't, you know, I don't want to do it. And all those things like, you know, up until now, like you've been humming along, most people doing quite well. Like, where's that coming from? Any insight on that? Like, where do you think that comes from? Well, I was going to say, you know, the first few weeks while we were kind of eating to boredom, you know, like kind of following the food plan, everyone was like, what are we doing? Like, let's get going. Let's get going. And then as soon as we start going, it's like, oh no, hold on. We're going now we're going, you know? And then when you're going, you get to the end part and people are like, oh my God, now we're here. And now I haven't lost enough or like, you know, so it's always kind of that future trip. But I think that that 
has a lot to do with again like our history our history with diets our history with trying to do this like you know as much as you can see a million people you know like I have more than a handful of people who are are really successful on program and plan, you know? And as much as I can sit there and stare at them, I mean, look at, I can look in the mirror and say how successful I've been. There's still a part of me, man. There's still a part of me, like a weird tweaky part of me that's sitting there going, is this going to work? Is this going to work? Even though I know it is, I've seen it. I live it. I breathe it. And I know it's going to work, but it's like, that whole mentality that we're coming from, it's really hard to shake, you know? You're always I think, that, right? I think I deal with the same thing. I'll be like, I'll, I'll show Tony like, oh my God, look what this person did. And they lost 125 pounds. And look, 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 he's like, Gina, your program works. Like, why do you act like it's the first time you're realizing this every single time? Because I think there's a part of me, like sometimes I, I do like in the messy moment, thinking, oh my God, is anybody losing weight? Like, is this going to like whatever? And, you know, next thing I know, we, we, we just got to pop into the group for five minutes and hear all these amazing, exciting successes that are happening, not just on the scale, but non-scale victories and getting off of medications and all that. And our belief systems run super deep when it comes to dieting. That's why I'm so excited to talk to Christy. Like she has got a whole history of talk about do all the things. And not only did she do all the things, she crushed every freaking diet. And I'm just just itching to talk to her about why is it different this time like and I know why it's different but I cannot wait to hear from her <laughs> you know what yes I mean? for sure so, yeah. I think it's it's a lot it's a lot I think that like you know you've lived away a uh, for so long and then now you have that hope it's like you know when I was going to the gym before I did this like this is what I was doing right before I I I knew about this I was at the gym every day or like at least four or five times a week, you know, really working hard, catching sweats, doing everything, really trying to like lose weight and all that stuff. But I never really believed that I was actually going to lose it. Honestly, like Mm -hmm. I always said it, I, I wanted it. I wanted it. There was no question about it. Me and my friend used to go, she could even tell you, we used to go and we'd be like, Oh my God, like, this is what we're going to do. And we're just going to be so successful because we're, you know, putting so much effort into it and all this stuff. But still, I didn't believe it. When I started this, I only knew one person who was successful on plan, but I believed it so much, you know, and I think that that's what was different for me, at least when it came to this plan compared to others. So it's really hard that, you know, maybe, yeah, sure, I believed it. But like I said, I still I'm worried and question and, you know, like, look at the scale and kind of like, I mean, that's that's kind of ingrained in us almost, you know, that like non-belief. Yeah, because people look at you and be like, I would love to be where you are, 100 pounds down. What the F are you talking about? Like, you've done it. And meanwhile, like, yeah. And I think that's a big takeaway is people need to like, really honor their feels and recognize like your, your feels are valid and you can want this really bad and still question whether or not you you can do it. Like, it doesn't mean just because you're questioning, is this going to work? And can I do it doesn't mean that you're not going to get there. In fact, I think these are important things that people need to work through in order to get there. And you know, you're how how many groups later, you're 100 pounds down, you're a huge massive success story, but you're still not there yet. You're still not there yet. No, and I'm still dealing with my shit, like everybody else, you know, and honestly, like, I think that that's the thing is that there's always going to be something else to level up on. Like yeah. you always say, like, yeah. you could be at your goal weight and you still have fat days. Oh my God. If I could just like, again, bottle that up and show people it is so true, you know? And yeah. I find that like a lot of people around me have exactly that mentality is like, oh, you've lost all this weight. And like, you know, I'd love to be where you're at. Like, what are you complaining about or whatever? And 
And it's not that I'm complaining. I'm really happy with what I've done. I mean, it took a shit ton of work and it really, you know, took deep, digging deep uh, for me to get to where I am. So I'm not apologetic. I'm very happy with yeah. where I am and I've yeah, done yeah. the work for it, yeah. right? But, but it does make me, you know, question it as well. Then I'm sitting there going, oh my God, like, and then I'm like with David, David's so supportive. He's like, yeah, you know, whatever you're comfortable with, go to your goal. Like what, it doesn't really matter what anybody else says, but still I'll be justifying. I'll be like, yeah, like, you know, like, I think I can lose five. Like I'll be standing in front of the mirror naked. I'm like, I, I, I still can. Right. And he's like, yeah, like, it's fine. Like I, I get it. I get where you're coming from, but it's almost that like all of that opinion and all of that, you know, baggage and all that stuff, it, it still eats at you, even though I yeah. have that support, even though I have been successful, you know, like you yeah. still, you know, you're still not going to be happy until you're happy. And I yeah. think that we kind of understand that and appreciate that. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing, five pounds, 50 pounds, the journey can be just as hard for each person. And that, and to, we should talk about that because you talk about when you have a fat day for lack of a better world, you feel just as fat. And that's something that catches a lot of people off guard. And oh, I think yeah. that could be really bringing up some feels where, you know, especially if your weight is like, you know, people still talking like, oh my God, I did everything perfect on the weekend. Yet my weight was up, you know, today what's going on. Okay. Well, ding, ding, ding. Let's remember it's totally normal for your weight to go up before a drop. So why are you thinking yeah. it's a bad thing? If you're saying you did everything on the weekend and you were on and you know why is your weight up well chances are it's up because before it comes down but man when you when you or when you know when you're when you're ovulating or menstruating or any of those things or you just you know you feel bloated and gross for whatever reason you that's the thing that people don't recognize is that you can lose a hundred pounds and when you have a fat day, a bloated day, a feeling kind of ugh day, you feel exactly the same as you felt with that hundred pounds on. The feeling is the same. And I think that kind of that 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 kind of get messes with people's mind. He's like, oh my God, like am I am I ever doing like am I even doing this? Like, did I even lose the weight? I feel just as fat as I've always felt, you know? Yes. That really messes with people's head because you know it, it, your feeling is how you feel. Yeah. Right. And I've had clients who literally I work with them privately. And every time before the weight goes up, they message me. Oh, my God, why is my weight up? I swear to God, I'm doing everything. I'm like, I know you're doing everything right. Remember, your weight always goes up before it goes down. But man, every single time they're messaging me. Right? My yeah. go on for months and years. And that belief system, man, it's you're talking like years and years. And that's like what I love about Christy years and years since she was nine years old you know, dieting and dieting. What is she now? 40 something, 43 or something like that, you know, and just kind of getting around to this kind of process. So that's like, that's a lot of years of believing a certain thing. And you know, what's her experience? She can lose it. She gains it back every time she loses it, gains it back. Doesn't matter what she does, how she does it. So that's why I'm itching to talk to her. She seems to have so much confidence this time around. It's not going to happen. So man, belief system, man. Yeah. And, and just to speak for the fluctuations on the scale, the other day I, uh, I was reading a comment um, about somebody who was jumping on the scale kind of throughout the day. And then like, you know, yeah, right. And there's fluctuations, natural fluctuations and all that stuff. And we explain that and whatever, but um, you know, in that situation, I always think to myself about blood pressure, you know, like we do as nurses, we do blood pressure, you know, sometimes every minute, sometimes every 30 seconds, like it depends. Right. Mm -hmm. And very rarely, if really any time, you're going to get those same numbers over and over and over and over again, right? Because yeah. your body is like constantly working, constantly in flux, constantly doing work. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think that that's a really good kind of thing to think about when you're looking at the scale and those fluctuations. Don't be alarmed. I mean, you're not going up 15 pounds one day, like for yeah. doing nothing. Like that's, it's, that's not what's happening, you know? Yeah. But those fluctuations, it's really just saying, 
your body's changing just like it does for blood pressure, just like it does for blood work. Like your glucose level might not be the same now than it did, you know, 15 minutes from there. And like, you didn't need anything in between. Why is that? Right. It's because it's because everything fluctuates. So that's kind of where you have to almost be calm with that scale. But I totally understand that kind of. Yeah, don't get on the scale at night. Like, <laughs> I, man, my weight can go up 10 pounds in a day. Yeah. Like you drink your water, you have this, you have that, like some salty foods on a warm day, you're up 10 oh, yeah. pounds. Do not weigh yourself at night. <laughs> I know. But that's us, right? Because, because of our belief, like because of everything we've been through, you know, we're sitting there and go jumping on the scale and doing this and doing weird shit, you know, because it's like, that's what we're used to, you know, like, I, I, I can't blame anybody for that. It's like questioning the feeding, the metabolism goes right back to it. It's like, yeah. I understand the questioning. I mean, you've seen a lot of chances are, you know, somebody who's successful on the program and plan yeah. work through it. Then you yeah. might really see what the actual benefit is for me. I don't know if it was a metabolism thing, to be honest. Cause I think I was, I think my metabolism was decent. Like, I don't think that it like affected me in any physiological way but what it did man mentally to me huge feeding the metabolism right uh, when I yeah. sat there and I saw half of my meal and I was like wow I'm full off this first half like what was I, what was I eating this whole time you know that really made me question it and re- made me kind of reflect on my own choices in my own portions you know yeah. um so like almost like don't knock until you try it try it yeah. you know <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you've mentioned that someone was in the group saying like, you're totally setting us up for failure because this is going to be hard and I don't have the time, but why the fuck would we do that? We would work this hard to get you to this point. We're not going to come along and like mess things up for you, nor are we going to set you up for failure, right? It's four days. Now you, you were a nurse during COVID and you managed. So maybe give some tips for tips for the people. Like I get it. It's it's inconvenient. It's exhausting. I get it. But what you learn from it is just, just, just so huge. And again, it's less about feeding into the metabolism, which it is. It's really make sure you're giving the body more than enough. You're making it hard, 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 hard for your body to work for its food. Cause the thought of it is exhausting. It's also physically exhausting to the body. It's totally not freaking normal. One of my favorite things is that you take people, lots of them, thousands of them who starve themselves, deprive themselves, you know, used to go so long without eating, terrified to now eat. And now we're making them eat you know, so often. Yes, it messes with your head because it's supposed to. And then when it comes to those portions, you guys, you're, I'm telling you, if this is your first group, you're going to be mind blown because you're going to take the same portions that you're literally eating to satisfaction, mindfully asking for questions. And then you're just going to split them up and give your body time to start processing and digesting. And then you're going to realize most often than not, you're not even going to need that second portion. Yeah. Now, totally fine. If you do need it, right. Still ask those four questions be in tune. You're just going to be so blown away by how satisfied you're going to be on the smaller portions when you give your body time to start process and digest them. So many of you are struggling with asking those four questions, eating just enough. And then by the time you're walking away, you're feeling that you've overly, you've, you're full or you're stuffed and you're like, ah, you know, so this is really going to get you in tune to that. But I don't mean to go on about that. I have a passion no, for this week. I have something to add actually really quickly before I tell you about how I managed it. And also it is different. The first round versus the second round versus the third round versus the fourth round. First round, I was like, wow, like I'm totally full off my first portion. You know what I mean? And like, I, that was a big eye opener. 
But then the second round, I had already ready kind of figured out what my body needs and what, I mean, not perfectly. I still had room to grow and room to learn, but I mean, it was a totally different experience. You know what I mean? So take it on as a totally new experience and just learn whatever is meant to be learned. The thing is, is that we're making a personal plan, an independent personal plan. It's about me and you and you all separate. We're all going to have different outcomes at the end, you know, and we'll all, all learn different things at the end. That's why you should just go in and then see and then try, right? Well, I think that in hindsight, when you've done the program again, right? But if you're someone new to the program and we keep saying what you eat and when is going to change and evolve, we're going to make tweaks and, you know, we're going to get you eating in tune to your body's needs. A lot of people are still like, what does that mean? Right? Like, what does that mean? So yes, we're going to do this tweak, but then we're going to be switching things up. And, and, and then eventually you're not going to be following the food plan. There's still going to be a lot of structure. You're going to be checking in at meal and snack times, but you're going to have so much flexibility and terms of what you're eating and when and it's like you would have taken the past three months to perfect the perfect diet for you whether you're going on to maintain or you're going on to continue to lose but I think it's hard for people to grasp when they have no no sense of that because they haven't experienced before right they haven't so so advice to those people to people who are new and this is the first time around they're looking at this and they're thinking oh how am I going to do this you know I've got things to do places to go I don't got time for this so uh, you want to speak to that Yeah. So first of all, I had exactly those feelings. I sat there and I was like, okay, Gina, you're crazy. Like I work in, you know, in the hospital, I'm there from 7am to like five could be till 7pm sometimes, you know, where I'm there at the hospital. And like, how am I going to do this? I have literally a half an hour for a meal. But you know what, I, I just packed my snacks, I did what I could. I remember asking on a live, I always did. I wanted to make sure to get my own, you know, like the information for myself. I asked on a live, I said, hey, you know, um, I can't split pretty much when I'm at work. But if I split, you know, like nuts, for example, I used to split like, I'd have a portion of nuts when I left the hospital and then I'd have a portion on my way home because I knew it was like a ha- within a half an hour or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, you know, and, and you told me, you were like, even if you split one meal, it's still going to make a huge difference. So yeah. when I first started, because there's two weeks, right? So when I first started the first week, it was very like, no, I can't do this. I'm not going to do it. I'm really only going to split breakfast. I mean, also you have the weekend. So think about those four days. You also have two days of the weekend, which that those two days I split everything. I set my timers and called it a day and I just packed my snacks and went. Yeah. Um, But the days that I was working, I was like, almost like give up. I'm like, ah, when I'm, when I'm working, it's just not going to happen. But then the second week, so I I split my breakfast, I split my nuts and my dinner. So I did split. I just did whatever I could, you know? Um, but then the following week, because we only get a half an hour for lunch following week, I really dug deep. I was like, you know what? I have a half an hour break. If I can do like eat my meal quickly, not gab at the, uh, you know, with everybody in the break room and whatever, whatever, if I can eat and then I eat the second portion, you know, on my way out, that's maximizing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like play yeah. around with it. Like you never know. And then I wasn't, I still wasn't able to split my fruit snack because I didn't have a big uh, breakfast um, break and I didn't have a big afternoon break, but yeah. that lunch, I played around with it and I was like, Oh, okay. I can totally maximize this or whatever. The whole point is that even if you end up splitting one meal or snack, it's still doing something more. You're still going to work that metabolism. You're still going to like see the difference of that portion and really address those portions. You're still making a difference. So instead of like worrying about it, just kind of dive in, you know, and see how it is and play with the timing because 
that's what I would do. I would just play with the timing and know that two of those days are weekend days. So you could be able to, to split those meals. If you and really what you, to. what you, what you don't want to do is not do it. And then hear after the fact of people talking about, Oh my God, that was so great. And I learned so much. And my weight started to move and all these things. Cause you're going to hear that. Cause for a lot of people feeding the metabolism is their, is their week. Like they're just like, man, I didn't see much moving on the scale until feeding the metabolism again, yeah. because it really feeds into people whose metabolisms are really low and slow and just kind of gets things working. There are very few ways. And, you know, I'm very mindful of saying boosting metabolism because we're more sort of like feeding into it. Your body's just giving you more energy naturally. And just the time of year, pulling out that winter hibernation mode, just it's what you got to spring in the step. Like your body's just giving you more energy. So I'm mindful of that boosting metabolism because it's such a, a buzzword um, these days, but you know, by, by working out, you can make your body work harder. That can kind of feed into that. And by eating more often, yeah, you know, those are kind of the two ways that you can kind of like, and obviously all the things we're doing on program and plan to, to give the body what it needs. It's a sport yeah. it needs you know? So it's not, it's an effective tweak and you don't want to be at the end of it being like, I'm not sure about it. And, you know, recognize you're going to have feels about it. You don't have to like it either. Like no. you don't have to love anything that we're doing on program in plan, but what you don't want to be doing is sitting there at the end of the week and be hearing that, Oh my God, this was amazing. My weight finally started to move and oh, I'm learning so much. And then you just kind of were like, Oh, cause you were kind of angsty about it. You know, yes. that you didn't, weren't all in with it because before you know it, it's going to be done. And then we're going to be moving along to something else, you know, something else. And it's so. funny that you say that. I think I even mentioned that last group, like everybody's like, Oh, I love downsizing. I saw my weight move. Honestly, I didn't see my weight move too much with downsizing. I actually, I was doing very small increments, uh, even through feeding the metabolism. I was like, Oh, okay. Like still not working, whatever. But yeah. I think off of the heels of feeding the metabolism into week nine, which is the higher protein and fat revamp. Yes. I told you that that was my best week. And yes. I really do believe it was because I was making my body work really, really hard by splitting up my meals and snacks. And then I moved in to like that ease, right? Like yes. that ease yes. of yes. that fat and protein, that higher fat yeah. protein. So, yes. and then I saw these, like, that's where I was. I saw the most drops. That's why it's my favorite week. Not only because you can add cheese to your fruit snack, but <laughs> it's also, it's also because that's where I saw the most movement. And I really do believe it's off of the heels of feeding the metabolism. So yeah. it is a rhyme and a reason. And, and the whole point is just do it so that you can get to the end. Like, this is like you always say, this is, you're not going to be doing all of this forever. You're not going to be doing these tweaks. These are like one week, four yeah. days. You know, these are small little things that you can do and adjust. Yeah. Try it. Like it's and not, not normal. And these, it's yeah. not normal. What we're doing here is not normal. None of these things do we want you to do forever. It's all playing on that systematic, systematic process. So my dog is having a moment. She does. Can you hear her? My dog does the same thing. It's a reverse sneeze. Like sometimes when she gets a little, whatever, gets excited. You know, right there, Meeks. Aww. My, my dog does the same. It's Aww. so sad. Tony's over yeah. there. He's got her. But so, so for example, when we're the, one of the things of elevating the splitting the tweaks and then doing the protein uh, first is that that's all about feeding into your satiety hormones. And Sasha did a great, her science Saturday post is this is one of the things she's talking about um, hormones. So in your body, when it comes to digestion. And so what you're learning is that when you, you know, you, you have protein and fat, 
it gives you more sustaining energy. I mean, that's one of the reasons behind the nut and seed snack at the time that it's at when your body's taking a natural dip in energy and that the nut and seed snack is very hard to digest. So it keeps your digestive system stimulated and therefore your body more awake. And the nuts and seeds have more sustaining, uh, have, feed into your satiety hormone. So you get that more sustaining energy so that by the time you're going into dinner, you're feeling more satisfied and you're less likely to overeat. So that was sort of like basic food plan 101. And so now we're building on that downsizing helped to get us more in tune to our portions as well. And that's also the mindfulness, asking those four questions, working through our issues, feeding the metabolism is also when you separate those proteins from your carbs, you really get a sense of that, of feeling more satisfied on the smaller portions, which is just like, yeah, you know what I mean? And then to Anna's point, uh, feeding the metabolism uh, feeds into our higher protein revamp tweak, not to be confused with keto because it's not that you're still e eating all sorts of healthy carbohydrates, but what you're doing is making your body work extra hard for its food. And then you're really going to make it super easy for your body to get the nutrients it needs. And we're bumping up that protein and fat slightly to feed into those satiety hormones, decreasing those heavier carbs, which you want to do naturally with the time of year. So it's just like all really works really together. So yes. as your body's dropping weight and making change, it's really helping it to level up and level up and level up. And level up and then it's as you lose weight and all those plateaus you're lowering your set point and the weight that your body is used to using so this is like rewiring your body physically getting more in tune to your portions right addressing your body's needs and then working and rewiring all the shit that's yeah. in your brain mentally your habits and issues and associations and how your brain has come to function and the way you think and all of that you know so it's just ah it's so if you're into it it's just so fucking fascinating and so freaking cool but if you're resisting it you know what i mean a lot of times it's not till after the fact you keep thinking, oh, should I go back and redo this? And should I go? And what you don't want to do at the end of the program, you want to know that you've given it your all. You don't yeah. want to be sitting at the end of the program thinking, man, that was so easy. And that's the number one feedback that we get from people, eh? Yeah. That it was so easy to follow, so easy to do. And then people are like that went by so fast. And you want to be sitting there at the end knowing that you've done all of the things that you can do. And you were all in. We're not asking blind faith. And and you know, I we're not at really struggling to do what is their deal we don't want anyone to have blind faith that's not what we're asking for we're not asking for a blind faith so ask all the questions that you need but man while you're asking them be all in be all in yes and the fun like the good stuff happens like you're past all that like boring stuff yeah. like that that kind of reset part like this is where it's actually we're doing action and we're doing different things to the body to make it work you know yeah. what I mean? And that, so like Gina Libby, that, that Gina Libby program, man, man, we got to eat all the time. Like, yeah, <laughs> horrible. I know it's better than not eating. Well, let's say that, right? Like, and being starving when you're, you know, going to bed or whatever, like just, I just, I remember, I can feel it right now. Like just even yeah. thinking. Yeah. And also just in downsizing, being so unnerved with being hungry. And now we want, now you're going to be eating every five minutes. What do you want for me? <laughs> <laughs> totally. But this is where it's, this is what we're here for. We're here to do this. So do it. Like, honestly, yeah. how many times I could just be like, just do it, just do it. <laughs> and then you'll see, like, just do it. It just takes one program to, for you to go through. And then you will see what, how your body, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just got to let Tony know. I don't have um I don't have uh do I see here here here? Do I see Christy? Oh yeah, she is here. Okay, she's ready. She's up here. I just done a different screen. She's um, been in it for like 10 minutes before we even got on. She was Yeah, like, let's get her in cuz it's 4:30 now. So, so wait, so 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 let's talk about week 7. Like big big takeaway for people uh for Honestly, week don't don't overthink it. Even mm -hmm. if you can split one or two, you know, meals or snacks, just get it done, you know, do the best you can. 
remember that those four days, two of those weekend days, you could really do it. Even if you were going to a party, you can do it on the DL. You know what I mean? You can really like pull out the protein, keep your carbs on the plate and be like, oh, I'm just going to graze again, you know, half an hour later and not even think about it. There is ways to get this done. Don't be your own like roadblock is my Mm -hmm. advice to you. Don't be your own roadblock and just push through. This is only, you know, a little bit of time. And then I promise you the good stuff happens. Like all the things happen and just, yeah, I was talking about like maybe little white lies. You know what I mean? Like you, you, like you're a nurse, right? You eat your lunch in the beginning and then you chit chat and they're like, oh shit, I should eat the rest of my lunch before I head off. Like, and it shouldn't be throwing you off. Yeah. And it shouldn't be anyone's freaking business at the end of the day, what you're eating or not eating anyway. So, all right, let's bring her in. Yeah, definitely bring her in. I'm just going to uh, just finish my thought. Yes, please, I, please. There is, there is something to be said about like what other people think. Yes. I totally understand that. Yeah. Um, I was always questioned when it came to like smaller portions or splitting it or anything that I was doing at that time. Valid. Um, so I, yeah, like, like I said, it's valid and yes, we shouldn't give a fuck. And right now, honestly, I don't like now I've grown into the fact that I don't. Um, but yeah, it's so true. You can definitely make it work where you can just play into what they're saying okay fine no problem and you're at a party you do the thing or like your little white lies like you said like if you really have to do that do that but know that it's okay like they don't really need to know what you're doing or what like you don't have to justify anything you're doing yeah because especially it is valid because especially if people are new to the program they're not really sure what's coming up next they know it works but it is very difficult to explain the rhyme and reason sometimes so i can see people want to be like oh I don't want to have to explain this. I'm going to a girl's weekend. I don't want to have to tell everyone about what I'm doing. I don't want to have to talk about it. I just want to do it. You know, people are going to notice. There is something to be said for that. But you know what? At the same time, if you're on that girl's weekend, I'm sure that, you know, you're double dipping into the nuts, but I'm sure somebody else is double dipping into the chips and nobody's looking at them sideways. So let's think about it that way too. You know what I mean? Like, let's just do what, let's do us. Let's keep having fun on the weekend and move forward. Right. Yeah. 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 All right, let's bring Christy in. My goodness. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm just like wowed by her whole story. Like, honestly, I'm just truly wowed by her whole story. Am I, is this working? I'm so nervous about this. You'd think I get this. How many groups later? And I'm still, there she is. I see her. I'm still nervous. (laughs) Oh, it's okay. We'll figure out the tech one day. (laughs) One day. I need, a, I need an IT guy to come and work in my basement. So they Wasn't can... that Tony? Tony? Yeah, it is Tony. Tony's gone. Tony's like, you're good. I'm out of here. He's probably taking me <laughs> outside. He's probably leaving, remove the dog from the situation. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Aww. Hello. Yes, she is. Hi. Can you hear us? I can. Oh, we can hear you. Okay. Fantastic. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. And just like there's so many no red lines and you're like so many takeaways and just your whole story is just I just am so feeling for you like I'm so feeling for you because it's not without like effort time energy money and you crushed all of these programs but it must have been so defining of your life like it's almost like your weight loss journey was like a, a job do you know yeah. yeah. 
Truly. And I'm just like, I just think it's going to resonate and hit. Um, so I just want to get right into it. First of all, it's not easy to share a story like this. So just like so much gratitude for you taking the time. I'm just so happy with where you're at. And I can't get wait to get to the happy ending part of all this. Um, but let's just start with you and maybe just tell us where your weight loss journey started. Um, I know a lot of people probably read your bio, but for the people tuning in who haven't, um, let's just get started with that. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to let you know that sometimes my internet's a little wonky. So if I disappear, I will come back. Yeah, because I Googled, where are you, Moose Factory? Moose Factory. And I got to take like four planes and a train and whatever just to get there. Like, and I'm like, how? So it's like planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. Like that's actually what it says. And boat. <laughs> or helicopter. Um, so what, talk about your circumstance. Like, are you living? I'm just, are you just in the middle of nowhere? Where are you? So I'm located right at the tip of the James Bay, which is like, a, like at the top of Ontario. So about yep. 1400 kilometers from Toronto. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm from Moose Factory. It's an island. Um, and Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. It's actually, um, it's, it was basically the hub of the Hudson Bay Company um, way back when, like 300 plus years ago. Yeah. Um, and so we're semi-isolated. So we do have an uh, airport over on the mainland uh, in Moosonee and, and a train station um but it's always a matter of just getting over to the mainland um to to get to, to leave um my community but um but yeah we we are we are quite far from uh from where you are so before i get started in being so isolated is it easy for you to get your hands on all the all the stuff that you need like i'd imagine like you don't just like i'm sure you have grocery stores i'm excuse my ignorance but you know it's it's probably not as easy for the rest of us to get our hands on stuff that we need to do and being so remote. Uh, it can be, um, but that's where you get creative, right? And plus the, um, the, the managers at our stores are pretty good. Like if you really want something, you just tell them what you want and they'll do their best to get it for you. Yep. Um, but I know for um, some products I need to like order, like my ACV, I need to order it from, from Amazon and uh, MCT oil, like things like that, and my my supplements. But I mean, for the most part, I've been I've been managing. Mm -hmm. uh, but it definitely does take a, a great deal of creativity at times. But wow. um, but going back to like like where I am, I'm a teacher. I I teach grade six at the school that I went to as a kid. Oh wow! Um, yeah. So, and then going back to the first question about my my story. So. Yeah. I was nine I was about nine when I started to really become aware that I was different than the the other kids especially the girls um and so I you know a lot of people felt entitled adults and kids even teachers to comment on my weight 
I looked back up pictures and I I wasn't that big. I was like a little chubby. And, and, you know, and so I started to get really self-conscious. I remember going, trying a diet when I was nine. It was just this, I'm not going to eat kind of thing. Um, but that didn't last very long. And then I remember, you know, getting closer to my, my adolescence and, and, um, you know, I would do this thing and it, and I think it was on the last spill the tea or, or I was one of the lives anyway, where you talked about like, um, making a list like of like where you want to be. And, and I I would do that. I would, I remember making a list, like I'm this much pounds. And then by this week, I'm going to be this much, this much, this much. And I would write down everything I would eat. Um, and there was no rhyme or reason to anything I was doing. And so essentially throughout my whole adolescence, that's what it was like. It was just kind of mostly just starving myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would maybe lose a few pounds, but then I would be like, I can't do this anymore. And I would break and just, you know, binge. Um, and then I went to college and my weight went right up went right up and then uh I you know and I think it was in 1998 or yeah 99 a friend introduced me to the low fat diet mm-hmm. to me I thought it was magic it it worked I lost over 70 pounds and I actually was able to somewhat maintain my weight for a few years yeah. um even after having babies but then I got married um and now I'm in my mid-20s and the low fat was no longer working it it just didn't work like I could lose a few pounds but then I would hit a wall yeah um and then the only way I could make the scale move again was not eat Um, yeah yeah and I just I just want to take a minute there because that's metabolism right and that's what happens when you do dieting and you're restricting is your body kind of gets used to working on a lower level so you don't have as much demands because it's not getting the food that it needs to work on up to uh, optimal levels, right? That's the thing. And your body learns that because it protects you. And so many people, I think when they were young, um, have a weight issue because they didn't eat often enough. You know, a lot of, a lot of families who you had to wait, you know, if you're hungry, you got to wait three hours for dinner or, you know what I mean? Like, like those diets really worked really well when you were like, never gone on a diet before, you know? So although you dabbled when you were young and then you do that one big diet, eventually, I mean, you get to be our age and you're eating less exercising more and not only is it not working for you but it's also causing you to gain weight and I just love the way this is tying in with where we're at you know in the whole metabolism conversation I have a question did did your did your was there was there any weight issues in your family like um my mom but only like when she got like uh into like her her 40s um my my like Growing up, I was the only one really that 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 struggled with it, like with my siblings. Yeah. Um, into into adulthood and stuff. Yeah, a little bit, but I'm I'm basically the main one that that had the greatest struggles with mm. uh, um, weight and weight loss and and whatnot. But it was, you know, and all the all the wild diets that I've done, a lot of them happened in my twenties and into my my thirties. Yeah. So I. I remember trying, like I did a lot of slim fast in high school. I did a lot of slim fast. Um, and then I remember, you know, I would uh, books. I remember I even did the Dr. Phil diet for a while. I don't remember what that was about, but I remember there was a book. Um, I yeah, I was pretty wild about. And then my good old friend, Weight Watchers, did a lot of Weight Watchers. 
Um, and, and the thing is, and I swore by Weight Watchers. I loved it. Yeah. But, but when I compare, like when I think about what happened, uh, because I lost over 100 pounds on Weight Watchers. Mm-hmm. I lost over 100 pounds. I became a runner. Um, I felt like I was at my best in terms of health and wellness. And I thought like my mindset was good. And then what started to happen was Weight Watchers is like, okay, now we're going to move your points a little lower. Mm. And then I'm like, whoa, 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 I, I can't do this. I did not have the, like you say, wherewithal or the mindfulness to make that adjustment, to make that leap. And then another monkey wrench got put in. They revamped their program. They, they totally redid it. Revamped. And yeah, revamped. I, I, I just felt so overwhelmed and and then, um, and plus I was still, you know, in university and all that. And uh, I had my kids and, you know, my family and I just couldn't adjust to the change, to the yeah. program, to my life. Um, and I had a hard time adjusting to when they would kept lowering my points. I'm like, how am I supposed to eat this, like this amount of food? And yeah. plus too, the thing that really stuck with me is that it didn't matter what I ate as long as I fit myself in those points. Mm-hmm. So there was, you know, there was a strong, even though it is promoted as like a, you know, balanced, there really isn't a strong emphasis on nutrient value. Yeah. And whereas now, you know, when I, when I sabotage um, or get cravings, I literally stop and go, okay, what, is, what happened today? Or what do I need? Or, you know, and mm-hmm. like there was a couple of days ago, I only got two and a half liters of water in and I'm, I'm 200 uh, what am I like 219 right now? I'm I'm up a little bit and I'm five nine and I only got half liters in and I wanted cinnamon buns so bad. It was like killing me. And I was like, okay, that's what's going on. I didn't get my water in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so amazing that you but reflected on that. And it's so empowering, right? Like, you know, you're from that diet era where if you could go all day long without eating, you felt empowered. I did that. I can do that, you know? And it's so much more empowering just to be in tune to your body's needs. Yeah. So that that's the main difference because I am lit- like where I am right now, um, I'm in that space where the struggle bus is basically, I'm living in the struggle bus. It's not <laughs> in my driveway. I'm living in it. So- and Get off my driveway then. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now I have I have the tools. I just have to use them. And you know, and, and there was always like if I went off, it was like, okay, I had that handful of chips. All right, day's over. And I would just keep going. And and then usually that keep going would go into the next day and then the next day. And then I would see the scale go up and get discouraged. And next thing you know, it's like, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I'm 50 pounds up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, I quit Weight Watchers. I regained all the weight. I was, you know, pretty close to 300 pounds. And then I would do all these other weird things and I could go maybe 10, 15 down but I could just never, I felt like I couldn't do it. I felt like, you know, it's not for me. Um, I'm never going to lose the weight. I don't have the willpower. I don't have the patience. I don't have the skills, even though like I'm an expert dieter. Like, yeah, that's what I'm just like, 
you really are. You like you you've been hugely successful with your weight loss. You didn't just lose five pounds. You lost huge amounts of weight. Like you've been so successful with dieting. But a lot of the, the when I read this, a lot of what I got back was a lot of feelings of shame and guilt. You know, like I was just like, oh, you know, which is so ask backwards for how successful you've been on these diets. And this, this is such a testament to how we credit these diets for working and then credit ourselves for the failure of getting it all back, which was just going to happen at some point. Oh my goodness. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So what, like, so it would have been such a, a meant, not only a physical struggle at this point, but really a mental struggle, really like, it's, it really is all, it really is all mental. Like my first group, Actually, I should I should get into how I found out about you because yes, please. I did my uh, before that I did my last diet in 2019. I I um I you know the the second runner up to Weight Watchers was the Whole 30. Loved it, even though it's not marketed as a diet yeah. or or a, a long term thing. I I just loved it, and and I lost about 50 pounds. I lost about 50 pounds on it. And I was making it into a lifestyle, even though I'm not supposed to. But then um, again, life happened. Life happened and I just didn't have the mindfulness to, to work through those, those struggles. And I didn't really know where else to go because I was kind of doing my own weird thing at that point. So, and then the pandemic hit. I remember when we went into lockdown, I gained 20 pounds in the month of March, 2020. Mm. Um, and I got really discouraged. So then I basically just said, you know, I'm going to love myself the way I am. I'm going to just embrace myself. I'm going to get rid of all my smaller clothes. I'm just going to buy all new sizes. And that's what I did. Um, and I was like getting. And, and not only that too. Uh oh, oh sorry. You just, yeah, you cut out for a bit. Like how did the loving yourself work out? Like, cause I know so many people, there are people listening who are ready to throw in the towel and be like, fuck this. I'm just going to love myself. How did that work out for you? Um, it, I love it. I love it. I love it, the attempt. It, it didn't only because I was attaching so much of my self love to the size of my body. Mm -hmm. And I was so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even like, cause I, I, I carry like my weight kind of spreads out when I gain. Um, and, and before my weight used to go away in like weird spaces, but now coming off the weight used to come on. So it's kind of like spread out. But yeah. anyway, I couldn't sit at my kitchen table. I couldn't even sit comfortably. I remember even just resting and breathing heavily because it was so uncomfortable. Yeah. So it, it, I found it really hard. And plus I would look at myself and, and pictures in the mirror and I didn't recognize that person anymore yeah. and you know and just being so uncomfortable like physically you know just doing normal tasks were so hard that um it it was almost like I was trying to like trick myself to say okay just love yourself love yourself yeah. and but it, but at the same time I, I was so uncomfortable um and also too that my loving myself mindset or trying to get into it was misplaced yeah. It doesn't belong in, with the size of my body. It's more yeah. about, you know, I'm caring, I'm friendly, I'm loving. Um, you know, that, that's where it needs to belong in, in my qualities as a person and being a yeah. good person. Yeah. Um, but anyway, going 
forward in 2021, I think it was in January, my, my best friend, Sylvia, uh, sent me a message and she says, I'm doing this program uh, with Gina Libby. And I'm like, who is this? Like, I was thinking you were like in her community and so look out and, you know, and you were doing this program with her. And so I had no idea who you were. I wasn't even interested. I'm like, oh yeah, that's nice. That's nice. And, and then she said, you should try it. And I was like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm done. I'm so yeah. done. I'm, I've done everything. It's not going to work. I just, I give up. And she just kept trying and she's like, you need to try it. You need to try it. And so then finally in February, at some point I said, and she's like, do it now. Like I will wait on the phone. You sign up right now. Like she forced me. And so I was like, okay, fine. So I like did my sign up and I'm like, there, done. And I had no intention of doing it yeah. at all. No intention. Just because I had done them all. I thought yeah. I knew it all. And I thought I knew it all. I really believed I knew it all. And I thought I knew my body. And then um, prep week came for the spring summer 2021 group. And even then I still didn't believe. I kind of checked in a couple of times, read a couple of things. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like this stuff is nonsense. And then I don't know what happened, but week one that I remember it was May 3rd I said okay I'm going to give it one week just to prove to her she's wrong like because I wanted to stick it to her right like I love her but I wanted to tell her you're so wrong you know I'm right you're wrong and so I went all in week one and I I read all the things and you know and I watched the check-in videos I didn't watch the lives right away but I made sure I I you know because you said watch the check-in you know, read this information. So I did the basics for that first week and I followed the basic food plan. And, and I did eat to satisfaction because at that time I was over 300 pounds. So what I needed to be satisfied then, um, I would eat like four slices of bacon, four mm -hmm. eggs. That was my breakfast. And that was what it took for me to be satisfied. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and that was, that was, and then I, I lost, I think like eight pounds the first week. And I was like, Oh my goodness. You know, I could not believe it. And so that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to keep going and see how this goes. So I'm so happy that you did. I mean, you have every reason in the world to be jaded and be like, I've done, you literally have done all of the things, all of the things. So, you know, so obviously you were hugely successful. I want to talk about feeding the metabolism because, because that is where we're at. But bigger than that, you just seem so confident with where you are at. What's the difference? Like if you could sum up, what's the difference? You know, I, I can guess, but it's not for me to talk. It's people want to hear from you. What is, what's the difference this time? What's the difference this time? It's the mindfulness. It, mm -hmm. it really is. And it's funny because I remember the first group when you first introduced the concept of mindfulness, I thought it was silly. I didn't think it was necessary. I was like, what does this have to do with weight loss mindfulness? Yeah. And, and, but really it, it really is mindfulness because then like, because the first group really is shock and all. So I didn't really felt like I, I didn't really feel like I needed the mindfulness piece in the first group, but yeah. where it really came into play was the second to third. And now this group, that's where, you know, that's what's, that's my lifeboat is the mindfulness. Um, and how that works is that, you know, working the, the mind, the mind body connection, 
yeah. is, is where, you know, is, is what is the most powerful part of this program. Is my internet okay? Yeah, you're no, good you're now. Done. You've finished yeah. it. Yeah. Good. Yeah, you're Sorry. good. Okay. But yeah, that's, that's really what it is. And it's, it's the mind body, but it takes work and, and any weight loss program, no matter what you're doing, it's work. It's yeah. all work. And it's all a matter of you get in what you, you get out of it, what you put into it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, I mean, you put a lot of into those other diets, not without like not working hard, no doubt. Like you crush them, you crush them, you know? So I think it's just putting your time and energy into the right process, obviously with this one. Can you talk about week seven, um, feeding the metabolism? What did you think about that? Could you remember back to your first group and then compare the first group to where you're at now and how you feel about it? Okay, so my first round in feeding the metabolism, I described it like running hurdles. Because you like you run, you jump, you run, you jump. Like it's, it's just constantly eating. And I I sort of like I have a love-hate for feeding the metabolism because it is work. Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, I take, you know, I take my couple of bites here to because now it's it's a lot less for me to feel satisfied, right? Yeah. So I take my my bites and then uh and then it's like, okay, set the timer. <laughs> And I'll come back for you. You stay there. And that's the thing too that's my emotion is because I I love clean plates. I love to clean my plate. And like leaving that there and saying, I'll be back for you in half an hour is so hard. It's it's such a mind, it's such a mind game. Yeah. But, but you know what happened after downsizing and feeding the metabolism? Uh, that's, I get my biggest loss in week eight and nine. Mm -hmm. Weeks eight and nine is where I start to feel um, my, my biggest differences. And I think it's really because, you know, and, and these tweaks, this, this particular tweak feeding the metabolism, this is sort of like one of the things I've never got to experience, you know, in, mm -hmm. in, a, in a structured way. It was more just like, now you eat less. But I'm like, yeah. what does that look like? How does that yeah. feel? Um, I never really thought there was a connection between eating and well, feeling, yeah, because you know, you eat when you're sad, you when you're happy, but in terms of like that mind-body connection with, with your feelings and whatnot, I didn't know that was an actual thing. Ah, so good. So good. You talk about one of the things I want to talk about is one of your tips is using the app. Like, is that has that been in like a Again, I know some, some people, like I'm technically challenged. I couldn't even, I can't even get on these. <laughs> so no, no. Um, does that, was that something that made a difference for you, the app? Definitely. Especially, I, I think the app is good because when it first came out, I didn't like it. I don't like change. <laughs> I, yeah. Nobody when does. When it first came, I didn't think I was going to use it, but I downloaded it and I found it really helps keep me accountable in terms of because where I noticed patterns um in especially like in the in the third group when the app first came out is I would drop the ball on leafy greens sometimes or I would drop the ball on good fat and then um I noticed that when I started using the app I was like oh okay so I would check sometimes you know and with, with my meals I'd be okay this is what I need and and I know sometimes like you know lists and checking and that kind of stuff and kind of uh, how I say it, um, the, the diet me. but at the same time, you know, with trusting this process, I know there's a purpose for it, why I'm being asked to do these things. 
And also the app, I really like it as my water tracker because mm -hmm. before I used to use a separate app to track water. Yeah. Um, but I, um, I, I really like the app to help keep me accountable for those things that I tend to um, get lazy with because, you know, I, I'm one of those people that just likes to go towards what they like and love versus what they need. And, and there's some days I'm like, I don't want to eat my leafy greens, but you know what? I know I need it because I, you know, I, I need that roughage. I need things to start moving because that's, that's where I'm going. That's, that's my, you know, I, I want to be finally in forever. What is your, if I can, what, what's your end game? Have you given much thought to that? And, and what keeps you motivated? My end game, my end game. My yeah. End game. What's, what's the end look like for you? um like a, like a goal weight what do you mean not Sorry. necessarily a weight but if, like do you believe that you're like I know you're saying you're going to get there you're finally in forever but do, do you really believe that because I wouldn't blame you if you don't and you're skeptical af after all the diets that you've done so what's keeping you motivated and keeping you going and you know making you so confident okay so my end game is basically to keep doing this process until I feel um sorry keep to, you cut out it's to keep doing the process until you feel what because I was feeling and, that was good sorry until I feel um until I feel done like in, in terms of because I feel pretty good right now and that's yeah. the thing too like I would I would get comfortable you know, and even though I knew I had more weight to lose, I, you know, cause I am starting to feel a lot more physically comfortable and I would start making excuses, you mm -hmm. know, and, 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 um, you know, I'll, I'll just, you know, eat these, these fries and burgers and chips and chocolate and I'll worry about my plan tomorrow. I'll get back on tomorrow and then I'll do yeah. it again and I'll do it again. So, you know, really it's just my, right now, my process going is just continue on with this process at the pace that I need to do it at. Because right now I'm, I'm two days behind the group. And even though it's only two days, it's, it's, I don't like being behind, but I'm like, you know what, Christy, this is your process. You need to trust it and, and just follow those steps that you need to take and, and you will get there. So, and I really feel like, um, I really feel like if I continue to, trust this process because I am familiar with personalizing the plan that's what I do between groups mm -hmm. um that I will I trust that I will get to where I need to be because the main things that sabotage me um are not as overpowering as they used to be because now I have the skills and the tools to work through them right so good, so good. you're so, so calm good. like I'm sitting here looking at you you look like you look itty bitty and tiny you look so itty bitty and tiny and you're just so calm and like this is just so like this stressed me out reading it and you just feel so like calm about it like I, I love this I don't think anyone has ever used calm to describe me <laughs> No, you're like, you're grounded and you're 
you're grounded in your words and the energy coming out. And I just feel like, like without a shadow of a doubt, like you've got this, yet there's so many reasons why you would doubt that and feel like, you know what I mean? Like you're on shaky ground and it's just, that's not, you're just, this whole conversation did not go how I expected. I'm just like, so beyond happy for you. Cause like, I bet my money on you girl, like for sure. Like, Oh, so good. All right, we got to go. This and has this not gone by so fast? Like, what the heck is happening? I feel like so we're fast for five minutes. What? So we do got to get going. But what's what is your favorite week? I know you talked about feeding the metabolism. But what's your favorite week? My favorite week um, that that I that I like is yeah. the uh, high fat and protein revamp. Yeah, and why? Because you can have cheese with your food. <laughs> I like cheese, <laughs> but um, in terms of maximizing. It's probably downsizing, even though downsizing is my hardest week. Mm. It's my hardest week, but it's probably my, my best week because like I said, I started off eating four eggs and four pieces of bacon. And now I eat one egg or half an egg, depending on how I feel. And, and you know what, my kids, my my kids are adults and they look at my food sometimes and they're like, you're starving yourself. I'm like, no, I I feel great. Like I I really am not starving. Yeah. Just because. sorry we didn't ask but exercise because i know people are going to ask you're down 75 pounds have you been exercising at all well i'm actually down almost 88 pounds now oh Oh, wow okay amazing yeah Yeah. sorry i didn't update that (laughs) i said i'm like updated and you're like it's good no worries there we go. (laughs) i'm almost at 90 pounds like i'm up right now because i'm in double detox but yeah um, what was the question again? Sorry. Exercise. Did you exercise oh. though? Um, n- not really just, um, walking now and then. Yeah. Um, but, but not really, not really. I mean, I like exercise only because like it, it, it feels good. Yeah. Um, but in terms of having like a routine or anything like that, uh, not, not at this time. No. Nice. I love it. Um, before we go tips, tips for people, like what would be your top three tips for people? Top three. Ooh. Okay. Um, oh gosh. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. No, I see like a, like a a flat, something's flying (laughs) (laughs) in your house. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Focus. Um, okay. Um, trust, trust the process. Um, we don't need to be perfect. We don't need to be perfect. You know, if you're, if your family's eating spaghetti that, that night, just, just have the spaghetti and, you know, add some good fat in there, add some leafy greens, Yes. you know, and, and so, you know, you don't have to go entirely separate meals from your family. And so, yeah, so trust the process, you know, just, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing off limits. And the third part is, um, the third part, the third tip. And the funny thing is, is I talk about this stuff all the time. What would be the third tip? Of course. Um, (laughs) Get get 25,000 people. Yeah. Hello. No. Uh, (laughs) Get your water in. Yes. Like it's, yeah. And, you know, and, and then the mindfulness stuff too, that just comes to me. That's just with the trust, the process. Yeah. Um, and, and that, and it takes work no matter what, like there's no, there's no magic fix or magic pill to, to make this happen. Um, so it's regardless of what plan you're going to do, it's going to be worth it. 
Yeah. So why not just trust the right one, right? Yeah, I love it. I do have to say for anyone who's just tuning in, if you haven't read uh, Christy's story, honestly, it's just going to be so much more meaningful in, you know, in combination with uh, this conversation today. Thank you so much, honestly, for, for, for sharing your story. And I know there's going to be so many good takeaways and tidbits going to resonate with so many people. Um, so thank you so much. Um, Anna, before we go, your lasting words and tips for week seven. Yeah, my, I actually have it in my head ready to go. I was really excited to actually say it as Christy was talking. Prepare your foods, prepare your day. Um, you know, in the morning or even the night before, really think about what you're doing that day, whether it's going to work, whether it's going to do with some sort of function and prepare and plan. Like that's the best way you're, you're doing, you're eating all day. So you're going to need to prepare a little bit, put a little bit of work into it before you do it. Then you're setting yourself up for success. Yeah. Even if you're not a big meal planner, specifically this week, you're suggesting specific. No. Yeah. I wouldn't even say in general, I would say specifically for this week, if you really want to like maximize and get, you know, split as many meals or snacks as you can. Yeah. definitely just prepare your day just know what you're getting into at least yeah. then you can kind of plan right love that christy did you do that were you big on meal planning or no um yes and no yes and no like there, there are some days where you know i have this like beautiful laid out um meal plan for the week yeah. and then there's some days where i'm opening a can of tuna 7 30 in the morning and just like throwing every like all the components that i need because it's like i said you know as as much as we want to enjoy food Sometimes we just got to do what we got to do. I do. Love yes. it. Wise words, ladies. Um, amazing conversation. Thank you so much to everyone uh, who's watching. Have a great rest of your night. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Christy. Bye. Thank you. I'm trying to get us off, but I'm, I'm totally messing up the tech. My mouse isn't working. Hang on. Bear with me. And we'll just stay here and just do a little it's dance. It's going to be. Okay, I got it. Okay. <laughs> Bye, ladies. Bye, Christy. Such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Bye, Bye. everyone. Bye.